Welcome to another episode of Focus on the Bible. I met a man not long ago. It was really fun to talk to him. We had great discussions about many things, but he said one statement that was really off. He looked at me at a point in the conversation and said, Freddie, I won't lie to you because I want to go to heaven whenever I die. Well, that is so sad to hear because the implication for this person is that lying would disqualify him from heaven. Now, regardless of anything that had ever happened in his life before, he implied to me that if he ever told a lie, that he would be banished from heaven and he would go to hell on his lie. That's so sad to me because he's not the only one who thinks that. Sometimes people might have different sins, but lying seems to be a very popular notion that if you lie, or at least lie enough, even if you were saved before, you wouldn't be going to heaven because you told lies. Is it true? Certainly not. Let me make one note before we go to the Word. I'm pretty sure that this man would have told you that he had been saved in his life. I'm also fairly certain that he had had an altar call invitation. He walked the aisle. He prayed a sinner's prayer and probably for years told people that he had been saved. He also had a water baptism and several church memberships along the way. And yet in this man's mind, if he lied, he would go to hell despite whatever had ever happened with God before. And this is so sad, but I see it more and more because of all the terrible cliches that have been thrown into our gospel messages. Muddy gospel presentations abound, and they really don't turn the lights of salvation on for so many people because they never are taught the grace of God for salvation. They're taught a form of some kind of grace, but it seems that so many people, like my friend, have never unhitched their moral responsibility to not sin with the grace of God that comes by faith. I think that probably this man had framed the idea that if he ever lied, he would go to hell, even though maybe he had been saved before. From Revelation chapter 21, I want to go to these verses here. It's sad that they've been misunderstood because these verses speak about heaven. And let's look at this in the Bible. Revelation 21 now and verse 25. Speaking of heaven, John the Apostle writes this. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. What do these verses say? Well, John begins by simply 
saying that heaven is a really awesome place. It won't even get dark there and no reason to close the gates. Amen. What a great place. He said the ethnos will be there. That is, all the ethnic groups, all the races of the world will be coming into the eternal city of God. Amen. That's good. But then he says in verse 27, there shall in no wise enter into it anything that, now he breaks it down, some categories, that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or make it the lie. So there's the lie part. I think that probably my friend had heard this verse or maybe a message about it. And that part about making a lie and not going into heaven struck him in such a powerful way that he framed his personal theology right there. In the misunderstanding that if you ever made a lie, you couldn't go into heaven. Now, how do we clarify this? Well, it's speaking about spiritually dead people who are not going into heaven. See, he uses the word but here in verse number 27 near the end. He says, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. So all those people who are written in the Lamb's book of life are the ones who are going into heaven. So there's only one thing that matters here in Revelation 21. You go into heaven if your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And so we need to ask some questions, don't we? Who is in the Lamb's book of life? Well, the Lamb is Jesus. So Jesus has a book. It's called the Lamb's Book of Life. Well, whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Well, that's fairly obvious that those will be the ones that the Lamb has saved into eternal life. Then what must a person do to be saved? Well, the Lamb, Jesus, was very clear about that when he was in the earth the first time. He said that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now that's so clear, and that's so plain, and so on its face what Jesus told Nicodemus. When a person believes in Jesus, they have everlasting life, and they shall not perish Amen. That's good. Now, note that Jesus didn't say that whosoever believeth in him and never lies again, or that whosoever believeth in him and doesn't commit the sin of engorging themselves after church on Sunday. (laughs) I'm being a little funny here, but we could get pretty ridiculous in our thoughts about this. What part of it do we not understand with all our muddy gospel messages and these horrible cliches that make people doubt what Jesus said? He said, whosoever believeth in should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus is not into condemning people. John 3.17 says, 
that Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It's so unfortunate that my friend has spent years of his life not being able to enjoy his salvation, always fearing that somehow it could be lost if he ever had it to begin with, if he told a lie. Revelation chapter 21 is referring to spiritually dead people who don't enter into the eternal heaven, but they don't enter in because of their sin. They don't enter in because they weren't in the Lamb's book of life in the end of their lives. And they weren't in the Lamb's book of life at the end of their lives because they never believed in Jesus. Friend, could we be very clear about something, a very popular notion? No one will go to hell because they sinned, because sin got paid. Amen. All sin was paid. All the sin of all the people was paid by Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, at the cross at the hill called Golgotha. All our sin was paid. And so the fact that we all have sin is not going to send us to hell. Now, anyone could end in hell because they didn't believe in Jesus. Sin won't send people to hell. Unbelief is what will cause people to end up separated from God forever in a place called hell. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. I think this can throw the lights on this. You see, Revelation 21 is speaking of people who never had the life of God. They didn't have the life of God, not because they were liars or adulterers or gluttons or gossipers or any of that, but they were born in sin. They were born spiritually dead. You see, something must happen to take a person from death to life. Ephesians 2 now in verse 1 says, And you hath he quickened, that word means made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Friend, we are sinners. We're spiritually dead. We have no hope of heaven unless somehow God makes us alive. And God is in the business of making sinners live again. Amen. This is my story. This is my song. Verse 5 says, Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved. Friend, without God's grace, none of us can be saved. Without God's grace, we perish forever. Listen to verse number four. He says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Who is the us that God loved? 
sinners. He says, even while we were yet sinners, God loved us. And in the love of God, Jesus went to the cross to pay our sin. When he paid our sin, friend, he fulfilled what John the Baptist said of him in John chapter 1, verse 29. Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Amen. Our only hope of heaven is we have a Savior from God who takes away our sin by paying a death penalty that we all rightly owed God for the wages of our sin. Thank God for a Savior. And thank God that salvation is by grace and not because we have become 100% sinless. And friend, if maybe you are like my friend and you really have no enjoyment of the thought of facing God in the end because you're afraid of your sin, friend, please put your fears away and let those be dissolved by faith alone in Christ alone. You see, if I want to know if I'm saved, I don't want to look at me. I want to look at Jesus dying on the cross, being condemned for my sin and rising again from an empty tomb. Amen. My sin's all gone. My Savior is alive and well and has made me alive by grace through faith. Listen to these great verses. Ephesians 2 now, in verse number 6, "...and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus." that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Listen, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Rejoice that salvation is full and free by grace and not by our behavior. This program is a production of Focus Ministries Incorporated. Another ministry under the umbrella of Focus is Grace Farm, a youth camp and training center founded to grow leaders to defend and advance the gospel of Christ. If you or someone you know is looking for a youth camp to help children and teens develop their faith while making lifelong memories, you should go to gracefarmonline.com to learn more and register for our next camp session. If you have thoughts or questions, as always, we'd love to hear from you. Our mailing address is Focus Ministries, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633. That's all for now, but we're already looking forward to sharing our next episode with you as we continue to focus on the Bible.